0: Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a Peculiar Podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had a fiery quality on the stage and off the stage, and he was gorgeous to look at. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. She has tattoos. She's she's dangerous broadcasters turned rogue podcasters (laughs) it's just a real nice surprise they're back and on demand just press the button see you're on ready or not it's pat and lisa some people without brains do an awful lot of talking don't they yes i guess you're right (laughs) quiet numbskulls i'm broadcasting
1: Dig it? Yeah,
0: yeah, I can dig it. Yeah. It's love and time. Calling Nancy You're the cold, to say one. Breeze and calling 99.2's old. All right. Okay, is the mic on? Is the mic on? Mike! What? Is the mic on? Uh, yeah. the same the uh, watch much local news or any news on TV oh
1: yeah I, I have to sometimes d- d- like like a diet quit it because my head gets so fi- yeah. I I do believe you can get too much news sometimes yeah. so yeah I'm I'm a huge news connoisseur I like to read newspapers I would
0: if I knew how to read believe me and I, I like I'd to watch
1: the news I don't get CNN at, at home though I don't have you don't cable. understand it. Yeah, that and I don't receive it. Oh, yeah. But when I'm traveling, which I travel quite a bit, it's like a little gift because in the hotel room, I get CNN and I consume way too. So I have CNN, I have MSNBC, mm-hmm. and I tune into Fox because I want to sure. get, I want to see what all three of those big 24-hour news stations, how they're covering stuff. I think that's important. Yeah, you
0: want to get, you want to hear what other people are talking about and thinking about, so maybe so you can kind of understand where they're coming from mm-hmm. a little bit. Sure. I read an interesting article, and I'll send it to you, and I don't know the author, and I'm sorry I don't, but it was in The Atlantic, um, and which is a terrific magazine, but it's also, you can read most of the stuff in it online. And they had a, an article, and you know, we have talked on this podcast before about our um, feelings about our current, President in the administration and uh, and i'm and I'm pretty intractable about it I mean that's just how I feel and and that's the way it is. in fact I have a friend <clears throat> excuse me I have a friend who is is even more crazed about it than I am and he uh, he was his wife is telling me he went berserk the other day because they had to have a septic tank cleaned. And the guy in the septic tank truck pulled up and he had a Trump Pence bumper sticker on his on his truck. Wow. And, and But hey,
1: before you continue with that, have you noticed sort of the lack of bumper sticker edge through for this last campaign? The the one I think I've seen the most is the Bernie ones, but you you have not seen too much at least in our mm. neck of the woods here in the Pacific Northwest, there didn't seem to be a lot of political bumper stickers going on.
0: Uh, of, a, of either, uh, any of stripe? Either, of either,
1: but Bernie was the only one that I can really recall seeing a whole lot. Lots of Bernie stickers out yeah. there. But well, I can't think, I see a Trump sticker once in a while, but not often. Yeah,
0: well there's one that, that chaps my hide. Move on, hit him up, hit him up, move on, move on, hit em up, raw hide. Yeah, and it's down in Oregon along this route that we we have to travel all the time, and it's a great one of those great big signs, so you can't miss it. It's right on the side of the road, and it says Trump Pence, and then someone has put over the top of Trump Pence another sign, which is kind of at an angle, you know, at an add-on that says Thank you, and I and every time I see the sign, I say Thank you for what, for what. It's a, it's a rhetorical question. It kind of drives me crazy. Um, but I'm not a, I'm not the kind of person who's going to pull over and take a sign down, although they're supposed to be down, supposedly, legally. Are they? After an election is what I've always been told. But, oh. Uh, sometimes it just doesn't happen. At any rate, back to this article. Oh, so I was telling you, this friend of mine, he just was hopping mad. He said, I, ca- I can't have a... I can't have a guy with, with with that bumper sticker on my property. I, I got to tell him to, to leave. She said, calm down. We need our septic tank cleaned, okay? He's just going to clean the septic tank. Then he's going to go. But but I, I, I can't have him. I, 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 nobody else is around. It's just him and us. Who's going to know? Who's going to care except you? But people can get that crazy yeah, about it. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, it, it's uh, you know it it really is uh, the, the it permeates things. I mean, some people felt that way about the Clintons, and they felt mm-hmm. that way about uh, Bush and, mm-hmm. and 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 Obama for mm-hmm. that matter. But but after the election happened, it all seems to dissipate. I mean. It doesn't mean you're happy necessarily. If you if you're not happy, it doesn't mean you're really happy. If you're mm-hmm. you just don't talk about it or think about it constantly. Mm-hmm. The way the way I it, I mean, there's not a it, probably not a certainly not a day, but probably not too many hours that go by that I don't I don't think about it or I check in on the radio or TV or on my phone to see what what's the latest tweet, what's going on, what's happening with North Korea. There's so much going on right now. It's frightening time if you spend too much time thinking about it.
1: I try not to. Um, yeah. I really do because it's, it makes me feel helpless. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I just I, – I, do you feel more vulnerable now yeah. than you have ever I think felt? so. I just
0: – I'm worried about I, it. I, I just, I just yeah. think – I'm a Pollyanna enough to think cooler heads are going to prevail in uh, and I somehow think that somebody, uh, if it comes down to a real crisis moment, is going to supersede, shall we say, the person that is in the White House that will kind of talk him down off the ledge before he does something really careless.
1: Wait, what do you mean? What what do you mean by that? You think Ivanka is going to say, no, nobody, daddy.
0: nobody in his circle, I, I don't think, is that person. Maybe there is. Uh, but I, I just think—I don't know what I think—but I just I just can't see uh, everybody sitting on their hands and letting the worst happen if it should get to that point.
1: Here's here's. I a, hope you're right. Here's a little I, thought I, I, I have. To me, that doesn't seem impossible. I mean, I hope you're right.
0: I I it's like I said, it's a Pollyanna <laughs> thought. It, it's probably not grounded in anything right. real. Uh, but I don't see, you know, Kushner or Banyan coming forward and now let's just settle this down here. <laughs> right. I, I don't know. It's just a, I know. I just it's just a strange band of characters mm-hmm. in there that don't seem like they have any business being there, and that scares mm-hmm. me. I I I does. I just uh, saw a book. It's uh, I, I I grab just about anything I can about Richard Nixon. I think I've told you this before. I find Richard Nixon. To, Endlessly fascinating character of the mm-hmm. 20th century.
1: Yeah, even though he bawled like a baby and then flew away and quit and flew away. Yeah, it, I mean that. Don't you think? I mean, well, he—that's what he's remembered for. That well, is what he's. I know there's more to the man than that.
0: Oh yeah. Well, and, and I'm not. And again, yeah, a lot of people. I mean, uh, the uh, the EPA, for example, was was a Nixon thing? He just sort of. Thought by many to be a hardline Republican guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Environmental Protection Agency was a bill that he, uh, uh, an organization he created Mm -hmm. during his watch. Mm -hmm. And there are other examples. So he in some ways contradicted. I mean he opened up China and,
1: right.
0: and uh, so he's got some some good things on his resume, but none of it can supersede
1: uh,
0: the Watergate stuff. And, and the general sort of deviousness. That's right at which he That's uh, operated.
1: Right. Oh, I remember Richard Dixon back in and final scene at the White House door and the staff lined up just to say goodbye. Tiny tear and shifty little lie, he said Nobody knows me, nobody understands Little people were good to me Oh, I'm gonna shake some hands Somebody line them up, line them all up Oh, line them up, line them all up. No more, no yeah, no more, no but then you almost wonder is that an anomaly or is that more common than we want to really think? And yeah, he just got caught.
0: I think he's more nakedly uh, obvious about right, it, you know. Right. Than, yeah, I think a lot of Politicians and uh, people in in life generally, some are very good at seeming like, God, what a nice guy, what a super nice. And they're guy. just
1: a complete jackass. Yeah, they, and they
0: and they they make every effort to think, make you think otherwise. Mm-hmm. Nixon arguably went the other way, where he yeah, I don't care what anybody thinks mm-hmm. about. It. This is what I think. I got enemies, and mm-hmm. I and I'm going to get them. That's
1: I, right. All you know,
0: that kind of stuff. Yeah. So. Um, my, what was my point about... You were the, reading a book bringing, about Nixon. Nixon I, I'm, I'm going to come to this. I'm gonna, oh, oh, it was that I, article I, here, in the Here's Atlantic. the thought I had about Trump, is that what if we find out years from now, and there are hints that this might be the case, that Trump has a secret taping system in his office, and that these, tape, these tapes will someday come out, mm-hmm. and they will reveal... His
1: own secret, not somebody that's wiretapping him.
0: Exactly. Exactly. There, it's, it's. Okay. Nick, Nixon put the taping system in, right? Because he was vain enough to his, say, yeah. gee, everything about my presidency is right. going to be so magnificent, Got it. people okay. will want to read about so it." So
1: you're saying, well, you know, Trump, I, you know, yeah, gee, I so, don't know that he's that vain, but okay. yeah, yeah, I okay,
0: yeah. He he I, I'm just saying, what if he <laughs> okay, was that? Okay, so vain? yeah, yeah.
1: And the tapes come out. So
0: the tapes come out, and right. here's here's my crazy thought: the tapes come out, and we hear this man who is articulate, he is thoughtful, he is humble, he is incisive, decisive, and and kind and wonderful, great sense of humor, uh, magnificently uh, open to other ideas, uh, cares about people, uh, whether they be from other countries, other religions, what have you. Just this wonderfully magnanimous man is revealed in these secret tapes about the real Donald Trump that we never
1: knew. I my heart is beating so and anyone can tell. You think you know me well
0: when you don't
1: know me. No, you don't know me.
0: And that that to me is my crazy no, thought, wouldn't Some Wouldn't people- that be funny? Or interesting.
1: Some people already think that It's he,
0: preposterous in my mind, but
1: That's what my point I love is. This. I love the thought. Some people already think he is those things.
0: Um maybe he does, but I don't think
1: oh, so. I don't he think he get a big oh. quorum. He has family that think all of those things of him. He has friends that think all of those things. Uh, do they? He has a good... Do they really? He has a major core, a uh, small group of core supporters that believe those things, which I find interesting that there are... Um, mm-hmm. Several different levels of Trump supporters. There's the Trump curious. There's the one who who do who think all these things you just said. Who really do believe them. They well, really I, I, do believe them. I didn't
0: them. mean this to be really a serious thought. I know. It was just, I know. I thought what you're it. Saying. it, I thought it uh, I'm thinking in terms of irony. Or I something, know.
1: I. I I see what you're saying,
0: but remember the Woody Allen movie. I think my, it was Bananas are one of them that it's in the future now, right. and everybody's eating chocolate cake and stuff because they scientists now right. realize this stuff's good for right. us. Yeah. Now,
1: what do you think his then? I, I I know you're just speculating. What would have been his purpose then to put forth this other?
0: I don't know. That's the intrigue. Why? Why? What
1: could it possibly? What could I possibly have benefit?
0: Just the opposite of Nixon, who tried right, right. who tried to seem amiable. And uh, you know, approachable in person, but I right. actually had this devious. My thing is that the devious, darker side is the part that we see
1: mm-hmm.
0: all and read on Twitter, mm-hmm. but that the real guy yeah. is is just the opposite. That that's my crazy <laughs> notion. Yeah. All right. So back to that Atlantic article, and then I'll I'll shut up. But
1: because uh, I have something very important to tell you about the amount of pee in pools, so we really do need. Oh, to Oh, good.
0: Get to well, that. Let's get to that. <laughs> but my 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 uh the thing is that despite my attitude about all of this transpired uh, with the election and 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 everything that's happened since and continues to happen i'd like to think that i'm open to hearing another point of view or another thought about all of this and that's why i would recommend this article in the atlantic and here i am i don't even know the name of it but here's this is the thrust of it um, it is that late night comics and maybe uh, comedy shows satirical parody type of shows uh, whether it's um, the date uh, you know the daily show uh, certainly Saturday night Live all the late night talk shows and all of this the overwhelming majority of that stuff is 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 are making fun of jokes about trump mm-hmm. wouldn't you
1: say that or 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 the the, the administration anybody really connected yeah. with him exactly. whether it's kellyanne conway or John spicer
0: yes some people are saying that based on president trump's tweets that he is unhinged would you agree oh my god glenn do i come to your
1: job and slap the seven or eight hot dogs out of your mouth <laughs> uh-huh. you're really gonna ask me that this is offensive if he's crazy he's crazy like a fox with mental problems
0: <laughs> and this has been and this has been the case during the election uh, throughout the election, too, leading up mm-hmm. not that you didn't hear some jokes about Hillary, but most of the time it was trump trump, trump, let's mm-hmm. make fun of trump, let's see mm-hmm. his crazy hair, mm-hmm. the crazy things he says, mm-hmm. all of that and this article in The Atlantic got me to thinking about it uh from a different perspective, and it was that let's say. You are a person that does support Trump, or there's something in what in his ideas or the things he says that uh, that resonate with you. Mm-hmm. Maybe not everything, but a lot of it does.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When you turn on the television and all you get is a deluge of jokes about him, and by extension, there are jokes about you and how smart you are or aren't, uh, because there aren't the equivalent of other shows. I mean, Fox mm-hmm. try to. Saturday Night Live type of show years ago, and it failed miserably.
1: Really, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. They
0: wanted to do like a conservative Republican type of comedy show. It was 25 years ago. They called it the Edge. People like Jennifer Aniston were in the cast, and the running joke was that every week the entire cast was killed. Nobody watched it. It just it didn't work, and and you can um, you can scratch your head about why that is so but the but comedy and sit, uh, satire, satire and yeah. parody is almost always to my mind of a call it a liberal or elitist bent it almost always is yes it's
1: and that's how the those people i know what you're going to say you know people who see that and see those jokes yeah. aren't going to think any they're going to dismiss it they as they resent it and no, say, I don't think they do. They, I, they
0: resent that I, all I, the jokes are about their guy. Really? and And by extension, about them. And they and so there is this us against them thing Well, that, that happens. Right. Because, because they don't like being made fun of. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's what this article basically was about. Okay. And I thought, you know what? I never thought about it that way. But if I'm coming from that point of view, and every time I tune in a talk show, mm-hmm. a, a late night show, or mm-hmm. a Saturday Night Live or whatever, mm-hmm. they're telling jokes... They're not telling jokes that I think are funny. Right. They're jokes about me and my guy. Right. And I resent it. Right. I, I just thought that was interesting and kind of opened my eyes a little bit But, to but where but, the other, we other guys, what he's thinking.
1: That's true. And maybe this is a, a time we've never seen the level or saturation of these types of jokes because Every politician has been made fun of on Saturday Night Live. Sure. Every politician has been made fun of on uh, The Late Show. Every politician. But this is... It is an interesting time because we have more... Uh, comedian uh, or comedic late show, late night shows, TBS, uh, Samantha Bee, Conan. They're yeah. every, They're everywhere yeah. now, and, and, they, every the view, and every
0: one of them has the same point of view. Basically, every
1: one of them has the same point of view. So it, it is a little bit different than the old days where you had just what it was two shows or three shows. Well, it was, it was certainly dominated by Carson's Carson Tonight show. Letterman yeah. and well, that at, was kind of at, it. At the time Carson
0: was on, he had like there was of Griffin, there was. Dick Cavett, there was the Joey show. And he was Bishop very show.
1: careful about not uh, showing his right. political colors uh, yeah. in any way on his show. And now it's very different. Yeah. It's a very different environment. That's true. So true. Um, and,
0: and for guys like Colbert, uh, specifically, he's benefited from this gosh, hugely. No
1: kidding. I mean, right? for
0: the first time, The Tonight Show no longer yeah. is the preeminent late night show. Yeah. And some people cite... Uh, the time that Donald Trump was on during the campaign, and Kimmel playfully playing with his with Trump's hair, and and that seemed to be pandering in some ways to Trump. Some people thought. And... Donald, I, I want to ask you because the next time I see you, you
1: you you could be the president of the United States. I just wanted to know if there's something we could do that's
0: just not presidential, really, or something that that we can do now that we're just both civilians, like <laughs> like what this is. I'm not liking the sound of this. (laughs) Go ahead. Can I mess your hair up? yes, but the people in New Hampshire where I'm going to be in about an hour from now, I hope they're going to understand. Okay. You say yes? Go ahead, with my hairspray. Yes! <laughs> Donald Trump, everybody! I'll do it as well. Donald Trump, everybody! And, uh, and they wanted... No, don't be nice to him. Yeah. Be rough on him. Yeah, Ask him people. tough questions.
1: I know. And it, it that's may, not. He wasn't there to ask tough questions. No, it's not his job.
0: No, and and but that's how that that's one theory of why his rating slipped, and and in uh, and Colbert, who was much tougher on him, um, has ascended. Yeah. As a result, it's it just, is. It's interesting. These it it are crazy times that we're in, but uh, I just thought that article would be one worth looking. at. you'll probably find it under subject matter of some kind. Mm-hmm. Look for a thing about late night comics and. And how it affected the Trump voter. Good stuff. Uh, taking a wild departure before we talk about peas in the pool.
1: Not not peas plural.
0: Well, if it's done. Did more you think than I once, meant
1: like a like a, the vegetable peas? No, no, no.
0: I, I know what you mean, but I mean if it only happened once, it would be pea in the pool. If it happens in the cereal app, uh, basis, then it would be.
1: Well, you're more getting more than
0: one pea. You're getting warmer. Okay, well, I'll like get the, I'll Just get to like that.
1: the pee in the pool. But this has
0: nothing to do with anything. But a moment ago, you might have noticed, Lisa, that I was back up against my chair. And I was moving around against the back of the chair.
1: I was trying not to. I wanted to give you some privacy. Yeah. But well, what were you doing?
0: I was trying to scratch my back.
1: Why don't you do, look, I'm scratching my back right now.
0: Yeah. With my hand. Okay, well, what if there's a, a point in between where that you can't reach? Pen.
1: Pen. Or a hairbrush or a ruler or a steak knife.
0: Sorry, not satisfying. Not satisfying.
1: It has to be your own fingernails? No, 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 no. No. No, Kind of. It's all part of nature's law. If you scratch my back, then I'll scratch your hood. If you
0: scratch my back, then I'll scratch your back like two peas in a pack. Let's get rid of ours together. I am a convert and I am becoming an evangelist about the back scratcher. The one of the, whoever oh, invented the back scratcher should have gotten the Nobel Prize. It, once you go to a back scratcher, you can never go back, really ladies neat. and gentlemen. It's it's unbelievably good. They have them, they're made out of wood, a little bamboo. They cost, they their, cost you a buck yeah. at Walmart or yeah. places. And and you know how people, like, they have reading glasses all over their house? Mm-hmm. I have 10 back scratchers over our house. I'm not kidding. I really do. Do you scratch because... other
1: things with it other than no. your back? You no. only, do you only use it for your back?
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Wouldn't it, it feel? If and then it, my wife but says, let me ask you. My this, wife says when I can, it, she feels, can hear me.
0: We she can hear me scratching with it, and she says, It's. I think I can hear you going over bumps and things in there. It's gross.
1: If it feels that good on your back, though, I know what you're saying. It might feel.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't find myself as itchy in those other areas because I can I can use my actual fingers for oh, most other areas. Right. But there is a there's a sweet spot. <laughs> There's a sweet spot on your back, I know that you cannot get with either reaching up over or, or reaching under. back under yeah. and so whoever and so,
1: designed our arms did not take that into account, no, they should have made them in, in much longer or at least made our fingers three times as long. Hey, hey.
0: That is the real reason the T-Rex went extinct. <laughs> it wasn't anything else. It was that he just finally went insane. He couldn't scratch, he couldn't scratch his <laughs> yeah, big back. But I'm telling you, here's the thing about the back scratcher and why I'm evangelizing for it and why I would urge everyone to go out and get at least one. You will thank me. I, I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to thank me. You will thank me. This isn't a new think, item, though. Oh, it's though. Just, isn't that a funny little thing. No, it's not. It's a real thing. It's an essential part of, it's as important as the air we breathe. Go get one. They're only a stinking buck. In fact, write me here at, <laughs> at, at this podcast, and I'll send one to you. You've got to have it. <laughs> Now you would you would think once you know my back doesn't itch that much, but once you get the back scratcher and once you start in with it, you are Isn't going that to just a your back is going to it is your back starts itching like All it never time. did before because now you it's, know you can satisfy it for it yeah exactly <laughs> it's like a drug. used to be you'd say oh Jesus, there's nothing I can do I can't reach it I guess I'll just grin and bear it now you can solve <laughs> the problem I'm going to market the damn thing myself. The Pat Cashman back scratcher—it's oh. shaped exactly like Pat Cashman's hand—and you just reach back, and is satisfaction guaranteed. I
1: think would a better set, a better back so, scratcher would be for your face to be on it with your teeth out, and that's what's <laughs> and that's what scratches people's back. Oh,
0: maybe, but I'm telling you, this bamboo scratcher is perfect, and the more you use it. And I know I'm dominating a lot of time, but that's how, that's how crazy I am have about this thing. Have you
1: just discovered the back scratcher? Is kind this, of, is this is coming from? A couple years ago. You're kidding me. And
0: it's been building now to a point that I have to talk about it. <laughs> and it, the more you use the back scratcher, pretty soon, <laughs> and this is important, pretty soon, little uh, slivers will start to develop on it. Little splinters. Yeah, because it's made little, out of... Little splinters. And that makes the experience even oh. better.
1: Why don't you just wrap some barbed wire around a, a barbecue fork and go to town, baby? Barbed wire, barbed wire, and hoses. cut me so deep you don't even know. Every time I take a step closer, I wind up tangled. It's all over. Ain't worth the pain of trying. your wife looked at your back i mean i'm wondering if you're like mutilating yourself i if could you, be you've got big g- grooves in your back that's what
0: she's implying she says i hear you going over bumpy things it's like you have little tiny horns back there now <laughs> that have
1: <laughs> maybe that's why your back itches so much could be
0: i don't look myself all i know <laughs> is it feels so good so good my eyes actually cross It's so good.
1: I wish I had a picture of your face when you were telling me about the joys of it because I've never seen you so happy. I can't say
0: enough about it. Okay, so there you go. The back scratcher. Remember, if you get one, you are going to, every time you scratch yourself with it, you're going to say, God, I love Pat Cashman. He saved my life. I must tell him whenever I see him. Thank you, God, for creating Pat Cashman who told me, about the backscratcher. How
1: uh, often? How often do you go swimming? I'm just going to change the subject. You're you've gotten completely rogue on me here. God, you're
0: right. I I'm almost. My eyes are starting to rock back in my head.
1: Well, here can I? I want to just get I, I back go. to that. I want to get back to that for one second. Because okay. What I find interesting is these have been around forever. How did you not know about them? Up up to just recently
0: i think the technology has improved
1: because most people most people who are listening to this are going to go yeah they've been around forever i
0: know but i didn't need them before somehow i i hit a magic age or something and uh and, and i said oh back scratcher oh, that's cute yeah now that's
1: actually that's in, in fact
0: my- i've got one in my car that that is how much i love it i travel with one I'm, I'm thinking of making a little holster. I, I, back I think I'll make a little holster for it so I can walk around the mall with it. Look, Daddy, look at that man.
1: What's he got? That would be pretty yeah. funny. Uh, Actually, it needs to be one of those shoulder things, like those big pistols that the, yeah. the Wild West guys would pull out of their shoulder holster.
0: You know what I need to develop is a hat. On which the back scratcher hangs down in the back like a ponytail, so that it's always in position to use. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, because you don't want to be late.
0: No, no. Once when that you that
1: urge hit, once that itch exactly. hits. Exactly.
0: Yeah, it, and and it just the more I think about it. How
1: long do you I, think it gets, you could stand? The itch stand... gets worse and worse. Yeah, and, worse. and how yeah. long do you think you could bear it?
0: Well, now I don't have to bear it anymore. <laughs> I
1: know, but it, what if? Somebody burned all your back scratchers, or the dogs chewed them up.
0: Oh well, the dogs would be on their way to the pound. <laughs> I love my dogs, but uh, I love my back scratchers more.
1: All right. Of course, dogs can scratch your back too. Yeah, that's true. If
0: properly taught. All right. So
1: back to swimming. How often do you swim much anymore? Have you ever? Were you ever a swimmer? Do you? Did you like swimming? Are you a swimmer? Do you swim?
0: I, I like to swim. I, I've told you my swimming story, and I don't know where it came from. I think I was heavily influenced by uh, a, an incident that happened when I'm a little kid in our hometown. And a kid, uh, the news came on, and they said uh, Jimmy Jenkins, what, you know, what I'm making the name up, was uh, was apparently drowned in the in the river. There's a river that comes to my town, and so my next door neighbor is a scuba diver. And whenever we would, they would get a call from the police that said, "Hey, we think we got a victim." He would have to drop his job which he repaired cars but he'd have to stop his job put on his scuba suit and he he'd go in the river and try to find the person that was terribly traumatic for me to think about and I never looked at this guy the same way I think the things he must have seen then mm-hmm. what do you do when you find him Where he you know kids want to know that stuff mm-hmm. so um so I I just developed a, a phobia about water. Like, I guess I was hydrophobic, but, uh, I just was afraid that if I did get in a pool or a body of water, I was going to drown for sure. And so my dad, you know, at a certain point in my life, I'm maybe eight years old or whatever. He said, okay, they're going down to the pool. We're going to get, you're going to sign up for swim lessons. Go. Oh no, dad, I don't want to do that. So come on, get in the car. So we go down and how old are you? I don't know. I don't remember, but you know, eight or nine, yeah. probably. I probably should have been younger. But so he, we would go to the pool, and he, and it was the municipal pool in my hometown. And he'd drop me off in the front, and I'd have my little towel, and my swimsuit was inside, and then I would wave to my dad, and he'd drive off, and I'd, and I'd start into the front door of the pool. But as soon as he was out of sight, I wheeled around and started walking home. And and this went on for like two weeks. And wow. I was even and I was even crafty enough to on the way home I'd go down to the riverbank and I'd put my swimsuit in the river and get it good and wet and the oh. towel a little bit so that it would appear and then I'd go and hang it on the line at home.
1: I feel sad that you couldn't tell your dad why well, I, you know, what your fear well, was. Well I can be
0: afraid, but that still doesn't mean I can't I shouldn't have lessons. In fact it would be to his way of thinking rightfully that I ought that that's why I need lessons right. so I don't have to be afraid anymore I can swim yeah so uh but two weeks go by and it's just a small town it was bound to happen my dad he's the guy uh who's teaching swimming at the pool and says hey how's it going with my son Pat goes, um well he he's not in my class he's he's never been in my class what are you talking about? I said I drop him off every day. The jig was up. Mm-hmm. And so then my dad actually walked me in to watch me get in the pool and learn. And then I learned. And then of course, obviously, it's not a big deal. And and then it opens up a whole wonderful world to you. And you can go swimming at the pool. This summer. There was a woman, uh, not a woman, a teenage girl about three years older than me, was vova boom I mean, she wa- she and she wore these spectacular bikinis to the pool. Oh.
1: It was an itsy-bitsy teeny-weeny yellow polka dot bikini that she wore for the first time.
0: And so when you would go to the pool, she'd be there diving in and swimming around and strutting around. Strutting. And, and I was like three years younger. I'm probably like 11, and she's 15, 16. And I uh, am very nearsighted. I've been wearing glasses since I was in the second grade. Mm-hmm. Thick glasses. Mm-hmm. I have, I had lazy eye surgery years ago. So I remember just squinting as hard as I could. <laughs> yeah. It was teeny And then I'd reposition myself so I could get a little closer so I wouldn't have to squint so hard. So that was one of the unintended benefits of learning to swim is that now I could be in the swimming pool with this spectacular, spectacular woman. And I've always wondered what she looks like by now.
1: Well, she must be what?
0: She's got to be probably 94 (laughs) by now. I'm 91. Yeah, she'd be 94. Uh, But uh, that's... a that's a departure. But anyway, so that's my swimming story. And, uh, and yeah, I love to swim, but I don't do it very often. But if we're, uh, you know, at a resort or something, yeah, I'll go jump in.
1: Well, I read a, um article, um, and this isn't anything new, but I read an article earlier this month.
0: Damn, I wish I could read.
1: About the amount of pee in public swimming pools. And... Uh, USA did an article. I think Forbes did an article. I think Today, the Today Show, actually did a story on it.
0: Uh, but, I, I read an article in P Quarterly about it. Yeah. yeah. Well,
1: did you know that one in five people admit to have, having peed in pools? I'm one of them. You've peed in the pool? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've peed Not in the pool. A,
0: I don't think I have a, as an adult, but when you're a kid, yeah, heck yeah. You don't want to get out. It's cold, especially with an outdoor pool. You're It's cold and freezing, and you got to walk your way, and you're getting... You know, big bumps on your skin because you're just cold as can be, and you make your way to the room, and then you go to the you know, go to the urinal, and it just takes. It's too unpleasant to go. I guess it would be mitigated a little bit if I had my back scratcher with me, but otherwise, no. I so it's it's more convenient to stay in the pool uh, for a number one only, however. Right.
1: Well, there's a lot of pee though. It's not a little, and it's. That's
0: what the chlorine's for, right?
1: Right. But they also did a study on the the chemicals between the chlorine. Right. You think, ah, pee in the pool. That doesn't hurt, right? What does that hurt? It doesn't hurt nothing. Yeah. I, I Other remember than just reading, being gross. I remember
0: that reading Ayatollah Khomeini used to drink a glass of pee every day.
1: He did not. That's what
0: I read about no. the Ayatollah. Yeah. He thought it was healthful.
1: Whose pee? his own. Oh, you're kidding. No. I don't know why. What, did you see how I instantly got disgusted? I don't like know. like it like it would have been different if it was somebody else's. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with me. Oh, so, oh, man, I
0: hate asparagus.
1: So there's about that and that's the other thing. Does that See, we're getting totally off topic.
0: This is a topic?
1: Well, I had asparagus with my family the other night and it was like, "Oh gosh, I got to go to the bathroom, got to deal with that." And I'm like, "What are you guys talking about?" Then they go asparagus. It makes your pee smell. It doesn't make my pee smell unless what? I don't notice it. And now I'm now I'm a little freaked out. What's wrong with me? Well,
0: maybe nothing. But you should notice it because it, it it doesn't. It's I don't distinct. I, I yes. can
1: pound down the asparagus. Nothing.
0: There's a famous, <clears throat> probably apocryphal story about the baseball player Babe Ruth being invited to these very wealthy. Uh, people's house, and there were a lot of, you know, hangers on and wanted to meet the great Babe Ruth, And mm-hmm. but he was, um, you know, he was out of place there. These were rich, sophisticated, cultured people, and he was just a raw-boned baseball player, and the story goes that uh, a woman who was throwing the dinner party said, uh, Mr. Ruth, would you care for some asparagus? And he said, uh, no, ma'am, no, thank you, that makes my pee stink. Which stopped all the conversation.
1: You should have known the babe. He loved the things he'd never had, and he made you happy
0: as he made you sad.
1: Well, apparently, because it does. Yeah, uh, apparently, and, not, and it's not
0: a pleasant smell. No,
1: and, and I guess so. So I looked it up, and apparently, it does make everyone's pee smell. It's just that some people can not smell it. So I was wrong to say it doesn't make my pee smell.
0: You know what we should do? Smell- <laughs> we, we should are. do on our next podcast. <laughs> we'll we have are. some asparagus. <laughs> I'll eat a whole bunch. And then I'll go in there, and then you go in and say, and I say, "What do you think?" And you'll say, "I don't smell anything." And then we'll know that it's
1: okay. So I have to smell yours.
0: Something that's missing in your smell uh, receptors. That's but, true. I yeah. see
1: what you're saying. Yeah. So apparently, everyone's pee smells like asparagus. So you can deny it all you want. They say, but um, they contain something called asparagus acid. Okay. So when you back to the pee in the pool. Do you know how much pee is in the average swimming pool? Um, like, like I'm talking about a public pool.
0: Third of the pool.
1: Well, I'm not very good at math, but they say that um, there's nearly eight gallons of pee
0: per. How many gallons? One
1: hundred and ten thousand gallons. One hundred and ten thousand gallon pool is sort of an average. Public pool. We're not talking like an Olympic size pool, okay. but they broke this down and Michael they Phelps they broke. Peas yeah, well, and he said he's the other one. They did an interview yeah, with he him that to he it. said, "Yeah, everybody pees in the pool. Yeah, one in five people say they pee in the pool, so it's got to be a lot more than that." But apparently, because the average person does not deliver twenty gallons of urine during one pee, they figured it out to mean that over four hundred people have to pee in the pool for it to get to that level they've tested so, it
0: so even though one in five will admit to it it's probably many more it's
1: probably many more than that
0: i will tell you and, that when you're in and a i'm pool. not
1: talking in and you haven't even got to the hot tubs yet
0: Well, I'll tell you this much: and when you're in a pool or even in a hot tub, the being in that liquid environment stimulates your urge to pee. To put it, you know, casually and yeah. callously, but it, it does. So I think there's, there's cause and effect there.
1: Yeah. Now I, I'll pee in the
0: ocean. Yeah, because what's one pee in the ocean? I mean the oceans are huge.
1: Well, it's filled And with- you
0: know the fish are peeing in there. They got to be.
1: <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I just I don't know. I don't I don't ever go when I go to a hotel now uh and I stay I used to try to be really good and bring my swimsuit and try to get a morning swim in and work right. out and I I just don't want to dip into that anymore. I don't want to dip well, into that. Well, you
0: certainly don't want to be taken in water. You know.
1: That is for sure.
0: And yeah. because yeah, you can always get old band-aids and stuff in your mouth too.
1: But apparently um, also the, the the two, when you pee and you mentioned the chlorine cleans it up, it, it, it doesn't really, they, they did a, some research at Purdue and I'm just reading this online.
0: They did a study.
1: They did a They researched.
0: I like this study Bob. I'm glad we're doing it. Me too Phil. Finally we're gonna get our Nobel Prize. Yes.
1: So you basically, this thing, you could die. Do you want me to just bottom line it for you? You could die. Because the acid in your pee reacts with the the chemical in the chlorine that produces some sort of deadly thing that can affect your lungs and your heart and your nervous system. So if a lot of people start peeing in the pool, it could just be like this big soup of toxic yeah. brew that could eventually kill you. Like, have you ever... So, you're
0: telling kids to don't learn to swim because you don't want to swim because right. it, it could you'll kill die. you. Not, <clears throat> not from drowning, from something even worse.
1: Like, I don't know if your mom ever used bleach in the toilet.
0: No, but she peed in the pool plenty, I'll tell you that.
1: <laughs> but, have you ever put gone pee in a toilet that's had bleach in it? That's deadly. The, mm. the smell will kill you. Because now you've combined ammonia with bleach, and that will kill you. It will kill you.
0: Okay. Well, uh, I just, I just that concludes to... the old wives' tales portion of our podcast. Do you and... want
1: to hear this? Do you want to hear about gross stuff in men's beards? Or do you want to? Say yeah, that yeah, for let's,
0: yeah. Let's, yeah, let's, wrap us wrap. No, I fear we
1: could, we could wrap now. I just. Oh, you know
0: what I would, but we've not discussed in all these weeks, and it's old news by now. Oh, we I, should discuss. I do this. want to talk to you about. The departure of Bill O'Reilly from Fox News. Yeah. Uh, Here's the. uh, Yeah. Here's a guy that, uh, and everybody knows the story well by now, Mm -hmm. but apparently wasn't like an incident um, where he did something, said something, but uh, on a serial basis and had to pay out millions of dollars.
1: Twelve million.
0: Twelve, thirteen million, and then, and that's to multiple people, by the way,
1: over multiple years.
0: And then what does he leave with? Twenty five. So so if you're the predator, you get a better payday than than the prey.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, um, I think there's two things going on. First of all, he had a contract. So you have to legally you have to pay that out, regardless of what he did. Okay. I get so that. So to yeah. me, I don't think people making that what you just said doesn't
0: Well die. it just shows you that there <clears throat> there's there's a something uh, askew there in the world of justice where that that Sure, is the I get case, that. But... In the
1: in cosmic justice, I get that. <clears throat> I get that. But legally, yeah, that's the in this country. Um I just wonder what why why Fox was so quick to move on that. Why why were they so fast to get him out of there? I'm of course being
0: yeah, they, I'm because, sorry about it, because because he, they weren't fast. He was yeah.
1: allowed to to do yeah. that for years. And, well, they kind of painted
0: themselves into a corner over the Roger Ailes thing when they proclaimed that, right. that we're going to have zero tolerance on right. this now, and then, well, maybe a little more than zero, maybe eighty mm-hmm. percent tolerance, until yeah. it finally just they looked like complete hypocrites if they didn't pull the pull the trigger. But
1: on. The also, the also I don't think that that was what was upsetting them I think that the advertisers and I'm very of happy course, it's money the advertisers pulling uh pulling their money out of the show and that's what gets me these days is that often there is no action taken until it comes down to either getting caught or losing money and or something coming out in public it just that it really bothers it's me it's
0: the sad reality that you finally face when you become an adult you know you don't you 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 you're taught all these things about justice and and what's right and wrong and all that stuff, but then when you you get older and see how the world really works, it does come down to money. It always does.
1: Money and, and power. Yeah. And uh, and I'm just the same thing. Really. I'm just a little tired of men like Bill O'Reilly who who probably really don't see like his. Friend Trump, who um of course uh defended him,
0: yeah that was smart and before he knew any of the and, details naturally right, but yeah. even
1: if he did know the details, he still defended him can
0: he just can he just shut up on some things
1: I suppose, but Jesus. but I just I don't know men like Bill O'Reilly are um just to me very
0: well <sighs> some people think.
1: <worthless. sighs> And I I just find them...
0: Well, they consider themselves anointed somehow. Of course. Entitled. uh, privileged and entitled. Uh, I have a a good friend of mine, and you know him too, who uh, we we both uh, first met each other in my very first TV job uh, down in Oregon. And and then later, you know, we went our, our separate ways for a period of time. Then we both connected again in Seattle at the same TV station. But this guy... Uh, went to a Portland TV station, and he said that one day this new guy showed up to be an anchor man. Uh, it was a morning anchor or something, I can't remember. Uh, and he wasn't there very long, but it was Bill O'Reilly. And he said, The very first day I come in there and I walk up to him because he was a floor director, and they don't even have him much anymore. But a floor director was a person on the floor of the studio. That would point to which camera you're supposed to look at and tell you how many seconds you had left and when to go to a commercial and all Who's communicating with the director who was in a booth elsewhere in the building? And he said, I, The very first time I met Bill Ratt, I came up to him. I said, Hi, my name's Monica and uh, welcome. And he said, Yeah, d- uh, can you give me a cup of coffee, would you? Somebody's supposed Jeez. to bring me some coffee. And he ordered him around. What he did didn't even know us. who he was. Yeah. And that was his Gosh. immediate relationship with. This guy and he said it was like that the whole time. Yeah, it was. Yeah. He was. He acted like he was the landed gentry. Right, and, right. Uh, he Pretty
1: full of himself. Yeah,
0: and some people would say, "Well, you have to be like that if you're gonna, you're gonna make it to the top. If I you're gonna, just, no, you if don't. If you're gonna succeed, no, you don't. That, people make that argument. No, you know? yeah, you don't I, I don't buy to, it, of yeah. course. But that, that. Yeah. So the so fact. So what that I'm he, saying is he didn't. He didn't get to be this wonderfully powerful person at Fox, mm-hmm. and then he turned into this monster because of the money and the power. Right. He already had that. Right. Yeah. He already had that. Yeah.
1: And he's going to be fine, you know, when you say, oh, goodness. you know, well, he lost his job, and I, I was like, oh, yeah, he lost his job. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. And I thought, who cares? He gets $25 million. I mean, it's not like you lose your job or I lose my job. We lose our job. That's terrible. He loses his job. Well it's
0: terrible if I lose my job. But not so terrible if you lose your job.
1: Right. But I'm sure he, I look at it. He you know, he's not gonna get picked up, I am quite sure, by CNN or MSNBC or no, any of the other ones. But he'll probably that new station that Breitbart and Trump were going to start remember that? Mm-hmm. That all happened before the yeah. campaign? He'll get I, a gig on there I
0: just worry, I just worry, I hope he will be okay yeah. He's got this publishing thing where, you know, killing Reagan, killing Kennedy, yeah. uh-huh. and then yeah, he's got his uh, killing Fox who he's new oh, I'm itching. And I don't know where to stretch Come here, baby Scratching my back. I know you can do it. So baby, get to it.